Welcome to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the VIP Show. It's your host, Jose Aristimuño. Guys, I got I got quite the guest today. My friend, all the way from Houston, Texas, Devin Steele. Devin runs an amazing, amazing company, Mastering Manhood. He's a former NFL player, a speaker. He's the co-host of the Relationships Podcast. Devin, what's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me today. Absolutely, man. Thank you, brother. So, you know, so you, you are, you know, you are a relationship master, man. You know everything about what it means to be to be better husbands, fathers, leaders. How do you get, you know, before we get into all of this, how do you get into this into this industry, this field? It's, it's quite unique. Yeah, so when I was playing with the NFL, um my my family story went viral when my daughter was diagnosed with stage four neuroblastoma. And I was very outspoken about what I was going through, um, which was a little bit different because you don't see a lot of men become vulnerable in that space when they're facing tough times in their life. But I just felt like it was necessary for me to do so, so that people can really get an inside look of what it's like uh, for families who are battling cancer. And while I was doing that, it was like so many men were reaching out to me during that time, asking for guidance, asking for understanding about how they can overcome challenges that they face in their life. And when I started to hear the outcry of people needing to understand how to step into that manhood, I just began to study it. And I started to talk about relationships with my wife, talk about our struggles that we faced. And then I started to realize that uh, by us having this podcast and trying to teach people how to have strong Mm -hmm. marriages, you can't become a uh, a good husband or a great husband unless you understand the role of a man. So I had to learn how to unpack that and teach men how to become better husbands, leaders, and fathers for their communities and for their families. So I just started to dive into that type of material. Wow, man, that that's truly that's amazing, man. I, I mean, it's unique, and I think it's needed. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, my first question is straight up: How do I become? How does Jose Estimuño? How do I become a better man? And how can men that are listening to the podcast today? How can we become better men? And how can we step in into our manhood? It's basically about un- unpacking some of the things that we learned growing up. See, society didn't do a great job of teaching us how to truly be a man. One thing that we always got taught um, growing up is that a man is a provider financially for their Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. So that's what a lot of men focus on. And we neglect all the other areas that we're also supposed to be providers in. So in order to be a complete man and be who you need to be for yourself, for your family and community, not only do you have to provide financially, but you also have to be able to provide guidance, be able to Mm -hmm. provide direction, wisdom, and covering for your friendships. You have to be be able to provide um, friendship for your wife and for your kids. So there's a lot of things that we must provide as men that are not really spoken about. Amen, amen, man. Now more power to you, brother. And and, and I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. That that's that's what it's uh, it's all about. I mean, having a relationship is just it's three sixty, right? There's so many, so yeah. many things. Yeah, providing it's one of them. But you, right. like you said, guidance, directions. What would be, you know, because the men of the 1950s, the na- the the men of the 80s is a different man of today, right? We got social mm-hmm. media, Instagram, you and I are talking, you know, via Zoom right now. For the modern man, right, for the men of the 21st century, the men of today, 
what what's a tip? You're like, man, if you could change one thing, there there's so many men. You know this. The statistics the statistics in the United States are horrible, man. Half people are divorcing. You know, it's easy. Divorcing is like an easy way out. Oh, I don't want to deal with this no more. Divorce here and that. So. Men that are maybe potentially about to divorce, man, right here, they're listening today. What can they do? What direction can they change to save their marriage right now? First of all, it's just honoring your vows. You know, before when you got married to your partner, you said for better or worse and through sickness and health. So number one is just holding true to that promise that you made to yourself and that mm -hmm. you made to your family. And the next is just being taking accountability. Like I know we're not the only people who bring toxic behavior to a relationship. The women plays a part as well, but we can only change ourselves. And that's by taking accountability and understanding what you can do better as a husband and then start doing those things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, I think there's no secret. One one of them is definitely, you know, communication, right? I think men sometimes don't want to express their feelings, especially when it's bad feelings or they feel sad or, you know, society said men can't cry, right? Society said men can't mm -hmm. have problems. Men are supposed to be macho and men and, and all that type of manly and all that type of stuff. So tell me, tell me, you know, what, what, what made... You know, we know. Okay, so when your when your daughter was going through through cancer and all that type of stuff, you you got into this. You understood this with with your wife. You run the podcast with your wife. Is that right? I do. Yep. So how is that? How is working with your with your wife? Not only you know you guys are in a relationship, you guys are husband and wife, but you guys work together. You guys are business partners. How for the men that are listening today that might be running you know their companies with their wives or or their spouse partners? What is something that we can learn uh, to be to become better business partners? Uh, when we're married. Yeah. Yes, I, I love what you said before when you lined that question up. You talking about you talked about men being able to communicate better. And I take it even a step further because I believe that communication is really surface level. Like people do communicate well. You communicate whether you're not uh interested in a relationship no more, if the feelings are dwindling. It's just not effective communication. A deeper level of communication is called connection. So we want to make sure that we're connecting to our partner. We're speaking to them in a way that they understand. We're loving them in a way that they receive love. And when you're able to build that connection with your partner, that's when your relationship really flourishes. And a lot of people struggle with um, what I hear from a lot of men is that they don't have the physical intimacy in their relationships like they used to. And people don't realize when there's a lack of non-physical um, intimacy intimacy in their relationship, that's going to produce that lack of uh, physical intimacy in their relationship. So if we want to be able to connect better with our ladies, we got to learn how to connect with them on an emotional level. And being able to have this podcast with my wife yeah. allows me to do this because early on, you talked about how we know everything about relationships. I know everything about man manhood, but to be honest with you, I'm a student of this game. I'm constantly mm -hmm. learning. I'm constantly growing. The moment you feel like you know it all is the moment that you're going to succumb you to growing. your own That's pride. Right. Yeah, yeah. So by me and my wife having this podcast together, we dive into this information together as a team, which means that we're both growing at the same time. A lot of times we're in relationships where one person's growing and the other person is stagnant and we're not happy in that relationship. Mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. wondering why they're not growing with us. We can't get them to grow with us. But by doing this together with my wife, we're both growing at the same time. I love man. You guys been married uh, married for how long? Going on five years. We've been together for 10 years, but we've been married for... Ooh, love it, man. Well, to, to many, you know, cheers yeah. to that, man. To many, many eternal happiness, brother. That That's amazing, yeah. man. Houston, Texas, and wow, man, that, that that's really that's really special. And I, and I and listen, guys, listen closely, because Devin DeMangio said it. 
when you have a mental connection that transforms into the physical connection, oh, yeah. for all the guys out here that are listening, they want some of that more physical action. Well, get into the get into your lady's head, you know, connect with them emotions yeah. and get them to understand what it is they're going through, you know. Man are complex. You gotta understand this. Yeah. You gotta understand this. Sex does not create love. Like sex is an expression of love. Mm. And if you're in a situation where you and your partner are not connecting, they're not going to have sex with you because there's no love to really express. Like when you have a lot of turmoil going on in your relationship and you don't handle that situation, you don't learn how to connect with your lady on an emotional level. They feel like they're just a sex toy to you. Like they're just there to please your needs when you're not really trying to fulfill their needs. Like we have high needs for sex. We have high sex drives as men. Mm -hmm. Like we need sex in relationships. Yeah. Women need that emotional connection. And when you have that commotion, emotional connection, they will express love through physical intimacy. So if you want to get what you want, you got to <laughs> give them what they want. That's right. You want to get what they want. You got that's That's facts, man. It's, it's sometimes so simple, but it's a little bit harder maybe to put into yeah. into practice. I think being in a relationship is like working out. You want to have big muscles, you got to work out the muscles constantly. Relationships the yep. same thing. You got to put in the work, man. You got to feel. Tony Robbins says if you wanna you wanna have a successful marriage, successful partnership, you got to treat your lady like ten years later on the road. You got to treat her like you were treating her on the first date or in the first month or you know whatever. It's the honeymoon. Yeah. You know. This is a this is a very unique game to get into. As an entrepreneur, you both of you guys, co-founders of, of what you guys run, help me understand what what was the process to start mastering manhood, right? The company. Maybe talk to me a little bit about what you guys offer and how, what was the process to put this together. It, first, it was just finding the need in the marketplace because a lot of times people, you know, introduce business into the market that's oversaturated and they're wondering why they can't really getting any traction uh, but before me and my wife started our podcast which is called real relationships podcast we looked around and we saw that you know a lot of our influencer friends were on social media and they would post pictures of them in their relationships and you know a lot of people looked up to them but rarely did they really show the unfiltered photos they didn't show the problems that they were having in their relationship so a lot of people would look up to the influencers relationship and then look down at their own because they felt like they should have the same relationship that the influencer had not knowing that they were going through the same struggles so me and my wife really sat down and we was like man we have to use our platform to bring the real back to relationships we got to show people that relationships aren't easy marriage isn't easy it takes work and we want to show that vulnerable side of what we're going through in our marriage but we're also going to teach people how they can overcome those type of obstacles in their marriage. And, you know, once we did that, we just started hitting the charts. Like people fell in love mm -hmm, with that mm -hmm. authenticity that we were showing. And it, it let us know that this is something that people wanted. And now we're just giving it to them. Woo, man, straight fire from, from Devin Steele, ladies and gentlemen. You know, he said it, marriage takes hard work, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Especially, I bet to say, I dare to say, when you got two baby girls, you got a 10-year-old, right? And you got an 18-month-year-old. Right. How nice it is for them to be in a community, to be in a relationship with the father and the mom are in the same household. Because we remember, right. right, like people whose parents went through a divorce. My parents went through a divorce when I was, you know, maybe six or seven. I still remember to this day, right? So that affects us as, as human beings, especially when we, 
when we're growing up, what is the secret, Devin, other than being a good husband, being a good man, being a father, right, is, is part of that role. What are some of the secrets that you can share with us of what it means to be a good father? I got a, I got a 17-month-old, Mia Sophia, shout out, baby, I love you, but how can I become a, a, a better father? How can the men listening today become better, better fathers? Yeah, so what I hear a lot from men is that they struggle with being a father. They don't know how to be a good father because they didn't have one growing up. And I tell people I understand that when you're young, but when you get to a certain age, saying that you've never seen it before is not an excuse you can use because you can go out there and figure out how to become a better father if you really want to. You just got to be the man that you always wanted to have in your life for your kids. And being a man is all about making the necessary sacrifices to put your family first. Like a lot of us are trying to find um, work-life balance. As an entrepreneur, you know that doesn't really exist, right? <laughs> so right, it's about right. it's about being present. Like you're not going to be able to balance this out. But when you allocate certain times for your business, you got to be 100% present in your business and do what you need to do. When you allocate time for your family, you got to be 100% there for your family, not worrying about what's going on with the business or if somebody's emailing you or calling you. You just have to learn to be present. And when you're present with your children, they feel that. Like, we might not always uh, have the right words to say. We might not always have the answers to the problem. But sometimes our kids and even our wives just want us to be present. And I learned that when Leah was battling cancer. I couldn't heal her. Like, I didn't have the medicine to cure her. But her knowing that her dad was there with her helped her continue to fight. It kept her optimistic because she knew she didn't have to go through it alone. So just stepping up and being there for your family is how you become a better husband. It's how you become a better father. And what I want to leave with people is this. Uh, people have to understand we're males by birth, but we're men by choice. A lot wow. of us want the title. Say that again. Say that again. Because I want to make sure people say yeah. that again. Because I want people to listen to that one. That's some fire, man. Yeah, yeah we, we're males by choice, but I mean, we're males by birth, but we're men by choice, meaning that you have to make the choice to be a man, to step up to the role and take on the responsibilities, because a lot of times we want the titles without the responsibilities. We want to be the leader of the household. We want to be the head of the household, but we're not willing to take on the responsibilities that come with that. So if men really start to sit back and say, look, can I truly be a leader? Before they have kids, before they decide to get into a relationship and get married, sit back and ask yourself, can I truly be a leader? Do I have the qualities of being a leader? Because that's what we're supposed to be as men. And if you can't do that right now, that's okay. Take the time to learn how to become a leader before you expect people to follow you. Because if you don't know how to lead, you can end up damaging the people you love and care about. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. I'm, I'm taking notes, brother. You know, I always tell people, you know, part of, you know, what I like to do with the VIP show, I like I like to be vulnerable. I like to just, you know, be transparent 100 yeah. percent. I, you know, I, I struggle with that. I struggle as an entrepreneur. I struggle being present for, you know, with my wife and my daughter sometimes because I'm yeah. I'm running things and things are growing and we're hiring new people. So it, it's hard for me to just, you know, be with my daughter. I can do it, I, I, you know, maybe short windows of time, but there comes a point that, Man, I gotta check the phone. I gotta see what happened. What's happening with this contract or whatever? What's the secret you can share with me? And I'm sure some some guys here and girls, you know, who run businesses and they want to be present with their with their family. What's the secret? What do you do when you're present? You know, what do you do to sort of just you know whatever's happening in the business in the next day or the next couple of hours? Mm -hmm. Let just just let it be. What do you do? Do you have a tip or some sort of trick you do? Yeah, it's 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 scheduling. First, scheduling time. The same way you schedule meetings. Same way you schedule 
business calls because it's important for your business to flourish. Schedule habits of connection with your your family members because that's very important for you for your family and your and y'all connection to flourish. And habits of connection means that you can set aside any amount of time. It can be 10 minutes, uh, 15, 30, an hour, where you put up everything else. Like you put up your phone, you put up your computer, you turn off the TV, and you just sit there and do an activity with your family member. If you're having this, this habit of connection with your wife, y'all not talking about the issues that are going on in your marriage. You're not talking about the, the bills that may be past due because of what everything is everything that's going on with COVID, mm-hmm. COVID, but you're sitting there and you're just having a conversation about life. Like I, I just had a, a, a child 18 months ago and mm-hmm. whenever there's a child introduced into the relationship, people's focus tend to go to the child mm-hmm. and they don't really focus on the the relationship, right? The partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that you can do if you have a child, a, a newborn in your relationship is sit down because as you know, as a parent, when a child comes into your life, things change, right? Yeah. Your goals in your life change because you realize that it's not just about you anymore, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's about doing everything you can for your your, your child. So sitting down with your, your partner and saying, hey, I know we just had a baby. Let's sit down. Tell me what you see yourself as a mom. Like, what mm-hmm. kind of values do you want to instill in our child? Like, having those conversations. Like, what do you see for your life now that we have a baby? It's very important to understand that we're all changing and we need to be able to understand our partner and grow with them. So just sitting down and having those habits of connection allows you to figure out and learn your partner more. I love him, and I love it, I love it, I love it. Tell me, you know, I can't let you go without, you know, asking about your former, you know, experience as a former NFL player, man. Yeah. Tell me what that feels, you know, like, what, maybe what, 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 what was something, maybe a lesson that you learned on the field that you applied today in your life? Man, everything. Everything that I took from football, like, um... I had to overcome a lot to make it to the NFL. I, I came from a broken community, uh, a broken home, and I still went on to, you know, receive over 50 full scholarships at some of the top programs in the university. But my first two years in college was a struggle at Penn State. I uh, tore my ACL, my MCL my freshman year. My second year, I uh, broke my leg. So for the first two years in college, I never really got to taste my dream of playing at the collegiate level. And there was often times that I wanted to give up on my dreams of making it to the NFL. But I realized that I had a purpose that was bigger than my pain, which was to take my family out of the environment I grew up in. And I just continued to press on. And by my senior year, I overcame those injuries, became a consensus All-American um Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, and I was drafted 53rd overall in a 2012 NFL draft. And everything that I learned from the struggles that I faced in order to make it to the NFL helped me develop a resilient mindset to which I was able to use what I call a playbook of resiliency to help my daughter overcome her challenge of being diagnosed with stage four cancer. So there was a lot of lessons that I learned from football that I use in my everyday life when it was coming to overcoming personal issues, but also, you know, being able to grow a business. I love him. And you guys are listening to the VIP show. My man, my guy, my friend, Devin Steele. He's he's telling you right now, whether you're playing ball, NFL, basketball, you know, you're a father, husband, you name it, you, you know, you're running a business the trick is to be resilient. Just keep going. You fall fall down, get up, get up. Fall down five mm-hmm. times, you get up six times. Devin, man, thank you so much, brother. I cannot thank you enough. Thank you for being with us. We appreciate you. Where can people find you? Where can people find you more about you? 
Yeah, so I, I hang out a lot on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is still in the game. And uh, you can also check out our podcast. It's called the Real Relationships Podcast.com. You can find that online or you can find that um, on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, you got it. Devin Steele, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, thanks for having me. All right, brother.